This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld How you doing? You know, I'm doing well I, um I went into the office yesterday for the mm. first time in five months, and it was it was an experience. It felt strange. I was the only one there. That is, I don't even, it's just very weird to think about. Like, you weren't there to go to work, you know? Like, and there were right. no people there. It was kind of nice because I got to sign off at like 3.30, and then I was like, sorry, going to the office. <laughs> Aww, and like we're never gonna go back again. I know. Yeah, it's it's so we're moving to a new a new office, but we're still working from home. So that's why I went to like pack up my belongings. I brought home um Sheree Whitfield's novel. So maybe yeah, you I'll really just that. went to get your Bravo memorabilia. <laughs> you know, I did I left the prayer candles. I packed those away. You did? So, because okay, the thing is, if we go back to work in January and we're in a new office and I bring home all this shit, then I just have to bring it right back if I want to. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we have two episodes to talk about today: a very important episode of Below Deck Med and also Beverly Hills. But before we get into that, I want to um, quiz Barry a little bit. Um, <laughs> so you didn't say it was a quiz. I thought it was a well, game. It's like a quiz, quiz game. Like okay, well quiz now game. I'm nervous. No, no, no. Don't be nervous. It's fine. Okay, go. Okay, so um, Come Through Queen fellow Bravo podcast posted on their social media a list of all of the housewives that are followed by Rihanna. No. And <laughs> I'm going to see if you can guess. So, okay, I'll give you a couple hints to start off. So there's, or it's not all housewives. It's Bravo, Bravo. Bravo Labs. Labs. Okay. So there are four housewives one friend of a housewives and one non housewives person. One friend of that is major. Oh, I know who I have to know who I think I know who the friend of is. It has okay. to be Marlo. It's not Marlo. It's not. I would totally think Rihanna follows her. Okay. Wait, okay. So you already, you know, you know, you know one. Yeah. I know Karen. Yes. Okay. So how am I doing so far? <laughs> so you have Karen. <laughs> Okay, do I get like any hints? There's like a lot okay, of people. So there is so there are like this okay, is harder so the, than the SATs. The non-housewife is from Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Non-housewife is from Vanderpump Rules. Is it a male or a female? Female. They're all women. I wanna say it's either Sheena or Lala. Am I 0 for two with that? Neither of those are correct. Right. So in sports world, Dylan, that's over two. Okay, great. Yeah, I, Neither of those are correct. It's definitely not Stassi. She doesn't follow Stassi. It's not Stassi. Okay. Is it 
Wait, it's not Stassi. It's not Sheena. It's not Lala. It can't be Katie or Kristen. You are. You said it. Is it Chris? Is it Crazy Kristen? No. Katie Maloney and Rihanna yeah. doesn't follow me. Okay, so now you have four more. I'll say. Um, so there's a friend what? of a New York what, housewife. What? Okay, New York. And two Beverly Hills housewives. Okay, the friend of New York, would it be Barbara? No, 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 not friend of New York. There's a friend of a New York housewife. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me the friend of franchise. Can you tell me, like, the friend of what franchise You were kind of close before. Oh, okay. Is it, um, so it's Beverly Hills? No, 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 no. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know any other friends of besides Marlo. Yes, oh, you the, do. Yes, I do. Uh, what's the fuck's her name? The um, Oh, my God. What's her name? She was just on last season, the whole She's controversy. Canadian. Oh, it's... Um, um, <laughs> she it's brought, Tanya. She the it's wig Tanya. back from Canada. I know. Yeah. Okay, Tanya. <laughs> okay. I'm, I can't get past Katie Maloney. I'm sorry. Okay, and now... Two Beverly Hills housewives and one New York housewife. Does she follow Lisa Rinna? No. Kyle Richards? No. Denise Richards? No. This is such bullshit. You have like 30 seconds to guess and then I'm just going to tell you. No, not Garcelle. No. It can't, is it, at this point, is it Teddy? Because she follows, she follows. No, you're saying, people. you're saying every other person besides who it is. Brandy? No. Who's your favorite Beverly Hills housewife? Well, Lisa Vanderpump? No. Oh, right now, Erica Jean, duh. Yeah, she follows okay, so Erica. She follows Erica Jean, that makes sense. And then New York. She also follows Dorit. Okay, that makes sense because they're fashion icons. So okay, New York, I'll sense. give you New York, I'll give you two guesses, and if you don't get it, I'll just tell you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Sonia? No. It's kind of random. This is the worst game I've ever woken up to play. Okay, just tell me. Dorinda. You know what? Like, wait, I thought there was another one. That was Dorit, I told you. Oh, I thought New York. Okay, thank you so much. I'm just upset. I want Rihanna on this podcast, and I just feel like we're one step closer every day. We're one step closer because now, you know, we follow all of those people that she follows. <laughs> so she might kind of, like, see us through the grapevine. And or... I've been to Barbados, so we have, like, a connection. Oh, true. You know, yeah. actually, like, Katie Katie reposts our Bravo Bay Betcha stuff sometimes, so maybe Rihanna will like see her story and then see I our feel story. like Rihanna accidentally hit on people that pop up. Like Rihanna accidentally hit follow. Like when Katie came, like I can't. Okay. It's funny because now I'm going to be like stalking our story views <laughs> and seeing like if, if bad gal Riri pops up once or twice. Oh my and God. Imagine. I will like, absolutely imagine? tell everyone I know. That's like major. Okay. But Thank you, Dylan, for setting that up. That was fun. I hope to play more of those in the future because, um, you know, it gets like the mind going, but. (laughs) We love a brain teaser. (laughs) We love a brain teaser, but anyway. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. We have a seriously dramatic episode of below deck med to talk about. And it's like drama is also happening with it around real life. And I think I, I said this the other day, I really do think this is a case for the FBI. Like I really do. I, okay. So this episode, we already know Kiko got fired. <laughs> so Poor Kiko. We, we miss you. So we've, we heard last episode. <laughs> We heard last episode that Malia's boyfriend, Tom, is coming to visit, and obviously it's no big shocker, even if you don't pay attention to spoilers or anything. Surprise, Tom is the new chef. It's that just it's funny just like how quickly that happened. It was like, oh, he has like a sick relative to go see, but like, yeah, I guess they could be the chef. <laughs> I know. Like, it was very weird, but also another fact we found out, this is so like yacht like savvy bugsy sister set up tom and malia on like another on another like boat and i was like this world this is so like how do i get into this industry it's kind of crazy oh also speaking of that did you see hannah and anastasia are like are like starting a yacht company to like help people get into the industry so like hello I did see that, Barry. If Barry, if I have a a new co-host next week, it's because Barry packed up and went to yachting school. I think you could be a good stew. A hundred percent. I could do it. I'm like confident. I think you would be, you would be pretty good at the stew duties and you would be excellent at the yacht drama. (laughs) But also I kind, this is weird because most people would want to be chief stew. Like I feel like I can like dominate as third stew. You know, oh, yeah. and like prove myself with the laundry and the folding of the sheets and then just like work my <laughs> way up. And they're like, where have you been our whole like yacht career, Barry? Like you're the best third stew we've ever had. Okay. Anyway, back to reality. <laughs> I'm like looking out the rainy window. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tom is the chef and that spirals into some serious cabin drama that reminded me of a time when I was in summer camp when I was fucking 10 years old. Literally. It's like Ramona and Sonia trying to choose their rooms <laughs> on a trip. They're like, no, 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 we want the best room. 
Okay, so Malia and Tom want to have a cab, share a cabin, which mm-hmm. fine, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so they are thinking. So Malia and no, Hannah and Jess have been sharing. And but wait, am I? Okay, it doesn't really matter. So basically, the new the proposed arrangement. No, Malia and Hannah have been sharing. Right. Okay. So the proposed arrangement is that. Malia and Tom will share. Jess and Rob will move in together. Mm -hmm. And then that will leave Bugsy to share with Hannah. Mm -hmm. And, okay, I was glad to see that both Hannah and Bugsy weren't on board with this because I, when it started happening, I was like, oh God, they're going to make Hannah look bad because like she doesn't want to room with Bugsy and they're going to say she's like being petty. But Bugsy didn't want to do it either. I... I appreciated that they were in agreement that that was not smart for their professional relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, it's funny because then, because she's the chief stew, unfortunately for Hannah, she had to be the one kind of representing the two of them. And so I think if it had been Bugsy and Malia kind of talking about this, it would have been a lot more kind of chill. Mm-hmm. But of course, Malia is like, you know, suck it up, be professional. It's like, it's what you have to do. This is how it is. Listen, and... Hannah can stand her ground. And that is, she is very good at that. And she clapped right back at Malia and was like, it's two weeks. You can live without your boyfriend. Like it was very, you could see both sides. Listen, if it was my boyfriend, of course I'd want to sleep with him. But at the same time, you got him here for a job. He's doing a job and you guys are going to see each other. And she was like almost bringing Jess and Rob into this to to defend them. You know, she was like, well, they'll live together, but they've been fine the entire she time. Was, that definitely was a convenient thing because yes. if, it, if Jess and Rob, if there wasn't another couple that they could put together, it wouldn't have been so easy. Like it, it probably wouldn't have worked for them to room together, but right. because there was another couple, she was like, no, 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 this is how it is. And funny enough, Ciara from Below Deck Sailing Yacht chimed in on Twitter, which is was so funny to me and I was glad she did. So she said that she and Paget, who she was with on the show and now they're engaged, they just finished doing a six month um, job on a boat together where they couldn't room together the whole time. And she's like, yeah, that's not like industry standard. So yeah, the, the issue I have, which we will get to more and more, is Malia, it's not the first time that she's ran to Captain Sandy to complain about something. So I think the less she did does that, maybe the more she'll like get people will like her. I mean, she went to Captain Sandy about a few things prior. She went to Captain Sandy about the room. You really went to your captain to complain about the room situations. Like that's, that's pathetic. And so the fact that Captain Sandy now had to get involved and also kind of took her side because here she came in with like the rankings, like, well, Tom's this, the chef, like, that's just, come on. Like, that's just really a lot to take in. Well, and another thing, so Ciara also included in her tweets that the chief stew is usually considered a higher rank than chef or bosun. I don't know. I've seen the chef, like when Ben is on, I have seen, I think that the chief stew should be higher, but I have seen in the past seasons that the chef actually does um, hold a higher rank. 
I'm, I'm curious whether that's like how it always is in yachting or whether on below deck they kind of assign a hierarchy. Right. It's hard to know. But okay, so basically Captain Sandy signs with Malia, makes a whole announcement over the walkie to the crew that Malia and Tom will be rooming together, which is a And Hannah dramatic. was listening to music, not like she didn't hear the announcement. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, no. Oh, and also side note, we find out Jess loves Rob. Woohoo! Um, Honestly, in this Aww. whole like mess of a situation, that's the one bright spot, and I <gasps> forgot it even happened. <laughs> I know, and honestly, poor them. They get the smallest cabin. They were fine just the way they were. <laughs> I know. They like made a designated top bunk is for sleeping, bottom bunk is for having sex because there's no room on the top to do that. But in the whole switching of the cabin scenario, we see which. God, I can't help but think production had something to do with, I don't know how, but Hannah is not stupid enough to leave her stuff out and Malia the one to find it. I don't know, seems a little odd to me. But you hear Malia go, God damn it, and take a picture with her phone because her phone sound was on, which also, I don't know, could have been a coincidence that her phone sound was on so we could hear what she was doing. Um, And it turns out she took a picture of Valium and a weed pen. Do we know it was a weed pen? No. Well, like visibly, yes. Do we know what was in it? No. Prior episode, did Malia know Hannah took Valium? Yes. So like what is happening here? Like, so why did she decide to do what she did where just send a text to Captain Sandy in the middle of the night? ratting Hannah out. So I posted about this on Instagram. People were overwhelmingly team Hannah in this situation. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, so Malia has been posting on Instagram and we talked, we touched on this last week before we kind of knew the whole situation. And Malia has been posting about how it's in the rules for the boat and it's maritime law and whatnot, that if you have a prescription, it has to be, you know, you have to, tell the captain whatever so they know about it and all of that and the thing is I still don't have an issue with that I believe that Malia is telling the truth about what the rules are Mm -hmm. but at this point it's like it's not so much about what happened it's about how it went down the timeline of events and it's like okay so you knew she took the Valium like two days before and you could have either gone to the captain right away if it was such a horrible thing, or you could have told Hannah, I think, I think the best way to do it is to say, okay, like I saw this, I have to follow the rules. So either you're going to tell on yourself basically, or I have to report it. I have no choice. And that would have been, you know, it would have still sucked for Hannah, but at least it wouldn't have been, Oh, Captain Sandy, is this your robe? Oh, sit down. You're probably going to get fired right now. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what else is in the maritime rules? Minding your own (laughs) fucking business. How about that? Like, how about that? (laughs) Like, it's... Code 37B. Mind your fucking business. Mind your own fucking business. And also... She was like making it seem like she really was in the FBI. And she's like, God damn it. I can't believe I have to deal with this. No, you don't. Like, no, you don't. And also they weren't on charter for two days. And on Watch It Happens Live, when her and Bugs were on the other night, she claims that Hannah took Valium every single night. How do you know that? And also at this point, we don't know if Malia knows if Hannah has a prescription or not. Like we don't even, Malia doesn't even know that. So 
It is kind of crazy. Hannah seems like she's a very caught off guard when the episode is and when Sandy like yeah. acknowledges it to her and Hannah because Hannah, listen, drugs are drugs, whatever. It's I, I get it, but Hannah, <laughs> she wasn't partying and taking Valium like she was. I really, I'm not making an excuse, but like she, we don't know if she has a prescription for it, so we can't jump to conclusions. We can't. She does Once have a prescription find- for it. So then that's it's, completely. It's on the different. back of the box. The, the question isn't whether or not she has a prescription. It's whether or not she got it approved with the... whether you, Like, having the prescription is one thing, but you have to tell the boat people. Okay, so then, then I agree. Then you're right. Uh, Malia should have went to Hannah first, not just, like, did a shady thing and, like, tried to get Hannah in trouble, you right, know? Right, so right, it's just, course. like... It's just like, really, this is one thing after another. And you know what's interesting? Andy asked her um, an interesting question. Did she, Malia, send the picture to Captain Sandy because she had to for her job or because Hannah was pissing her off? And Malia's answer was, well, by that point, I already had my cabin. So I did. And I was like, you're so like obnoxious. Like, oh my God. And so she was like doing it because it was quote unquote her job. But I don't know where I stand with that. I think it was very, also very convenient for it to be <sighs> Hannah that she was sending a picture of paraphernalia. Yeah, well, we have not gotten to the end of this situation. In fact, you might say it's just beginning. I Things are not looking good for Hannah next episode. Um, so, well, we find out in real life she's having a baby girl. And that's exciting. And that's what matters. Because she's not using <laughs> Honestly, her weed pen. She was over time. the whole yachting thing anyway. Oh my so God, be honest. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. So meanwhile, the Beverly Hills women are still in Rome. It's the last last episode of their trip, and we are still at the dinner where Teddy is still questioning how well Denise and Brandy knew each other and what conversations they had, and I definitely agree there are holes in Denise's story, but at this point, it sort of feels like we're beating a dead horse. Yeah. It seems um, that, like, it seems that this is just, like, very ongoing and very, like, it was fun to watch Denise stumble on her words, like, for one episode, but then, like, play it again. We're like, okay, we get it. Like, she's, she's lying. But it also seems like that the women are truly believing Brandy. Mm-hmm. which so do I. And um, Dylan, I don't know. Just like, the th- okay. The thing is at this point, I feel like I believe Brandy on some of this, but it it doesn't really matter. I don't think that's, I think that's like a surface level argument, but then the more interesting thing is the dynamics within the group. And yeah, when Garcelle is asking them, why do you all believe this woman who is known to be shady over Denise, who you're currently spending all this time with saying that you like her, whatever. And I love that Kyle tries to interrupt Garcelle and Garcelle is like, no, let me finish. She's not having it. I love, I feel like the last couple episodes, Garcelle has kind of come out of her shell a little bit more and asserted herself within the group. And I love it. Um, I think that it was interesting. Garcelle kind of led this episode, like in my in my opinion. And even when she, you're right, when she kept saying, "Why are you guys believing?" They they did seem to all be believing Brandy, and they kept telling Denise to say something, say something. And at one point, Denise was like, "I did, like I have been saying something. It's just not what they wanted to hear." It seemed. So at that point, Denise kind of gave up because she's like, what else do you want me to say? Like, I told you I didn't, but I think what happened is Denise then brought up Brandy having sex with other women, which like, no, no, stick to you, honey. We're, we're just talking about you. Like, we're not, we're not, we, we're, we're never gonna, if we can't find out if you and Denise had, uh, if you and Brandy had sex, we're never going to find out if anybody else has had sex with Brandy either, you know? So but you're right with the dynamics. We also see, I very truly enjoyed seeing Rinna and Denise have their little moment. It was very real. Yeah. It was very um, open. It was a lot of crying. I don't think I got much out of the conversation, but I'm glad they had that, that um, those few minutes to talk. I think it got like the emotion that they needed from each other out because they have been friends for a very long time outside of the show. I think it's it was good to see those two sit down with each other because when they're in a group situation, I don't really think Kyle and Teddy 
give a shit about Denise for the most part. Whereas Rinna, even though she can be a bad friend and she can be messy, those two have so much history between them. I believe that on some level there is caring between them and that, you know, it's more of a real relationship rather than just like we're on this TV show together. And so to see Denise talk about how hurt she was and, you know, how she felt attacked and to see Rinna, I think for the first time really take that in and realize how kind of traumatic this whole trip was for Brand or for Denise. It was, it felt like a genuine moment. And of course with Rinna, you're never quite sure, like, you know, she can kind of turn on the waterworks, but it was, it was nice to see kind of a, a human moment between these two after these group dinners that have just been so kind of a web of, whatever is going on it was nice to see a moment where it was like okay these are two people who have known each other for a long time and they actually have issues that they're hopefully going to work through which i don't know how long that's going to last because it doesn't seem like they're on great terms now in real life you're saying yes (laughs) yeah um i also think like they went to one we keep breaking up into like excursions and I'm just like, I don't get it. Did we just go to this trip to like, for them to meet up back at dinner again? Like, I don't, it doesn't seem that fun. Like now some of them went to the church, which Reno like randomly went to and then met back up with Dorit and Kyle, but Dorit and Kyle went in these Vespa sidecars, which was hilarious to see because they were concerned about wearing helmets in a foreign country on a streetcar that they weren't comfortable in because of their glam. Now that brings me to my next point because I have a serious question for you. Glam and these trips, we only see them in the room getting these women dolled up. So like, do they just go out and do their own thing? Do they have to sit in the room? Do they have a certain time? Like, is it like a field trip where they have a certain time they have to be back? Like their main priority obviously is, glamming these women up but like they're in a foreign country so are they allowed to also live their life i need to know wait i actually was texting my friend about this yesterday and i was like do so dorit and erica and sutton all have glam there do their glam teams hang out with each other like are they friends with each other i have to imagine that i mean think about erica and dorit's glam they have traveled the world together yeah well erica's glam is like her like her her entourage literally i bet they i bet they're told you know be in the room at 4 p.m and we're doing the dinner glam and then you know you can do whatever the fuck you want until then i don't it sounds like a fun job honestly well i mean yeah but i do you know how nerve-wracking that is to like do erica jane's glam no thank you i don't want to be responsible for that (laughs) like i just can't True, true but we get to this the main event dinner, all these dinners are getting so confusing since it's the same thing over and over again, but it's the last night in Rome. You might say the last supper. The last supper. It's their last night in Rome and they're the last dinner. And Denise is in good spirits. Like she's had enough time to prepare her speech and what she wanted to say to, (laughs) to these women. And so we get there and it actually looked like a really super cute restaurant. Like it was, it was like, a high-end pizza place. That's what it looked like. But they're all there. Denise may, Denise starts the dinner off by with a toast. And then she's like, and then I want to speak. And she yeah, she she speaks she's, her mind. And yeah, she is letting all the women know. But she's mm-hmm. like, 
it's just getting old. Like I can't listen to it again. It's like, oh. and all the women were like, what the fuck? Even Garcelle was like, you didn't like, let me know that you were going to be doing this at dinner. Like I thought this was a nice peaceful, like brushed under the rug type of situation. It was See, I kind of, I kind of loved this moment because every other dinner, Denise says she's felt attacked from the second she sits down, which honestly is pretty true. I don't think mm-hmm. she's being, I don't think she's, being ridiculous when she says that she's felt attacked this whole trip. She says that Aaron didn't want her to go. And now she realizes he was right. And Aaron doesn't like the women. Okay. But also Denise has been attacked this whole trip. Correct. And Kyle and Teddy are both indignant at being called out. And they're like, for Kyle to be like, I wasn't attacking you. And it's like, yeah, you, you've spent this entire trip talking about her cheating on her husband and saying, and like shit talking you and so then it's this whole thing. Dorit tries to kind of mediate a little bit. They take big umbrage with being called mean girls, which I really don't think is that serious. No. And then Garcelle walks away. She needs a minute. And then Denise also I thought that leaves. was nice, though, that Garcelle. Because Garcelle was like, I want to hear what you have to say. I'll be back. Like, she wasn't leaving dramatically. I right. thought that was, like, nice. She really did need to, like, compose herself and then come back. So, right. Garcelle needed a second. Denise wanted to get the fuck out of there. And they have a little moment on the sidewalk. Garcelle goes back in. And then we see the producer walk up to Denise and says, Denise, like, don't go. Like, you don't, it's, it's going to be, it's, you don't want to leave. And I want to know. Mistake, he said. It's a mistake. Okay. So they obviously broke the fourth wall in that they showed us this interaction at all, but I want to know what they cut out of this because I have a feeling that there was a little more shop talk, maybe like something about a contract or a bonus or consequences, because if the producer, if you're that angry or that ready to go and the producer is like, Denise, like, don't you want to go back inside? Denise would be like, fuck no, I'm not, I'm leaving. And we just saw him be like, it would be a mistake if you left. And she's like, okay. And I really think I don't there know. Was... I think he sounded pretty stern to me. And also I think almost the producers are getting fed up. Like, stop walking away. Walk away once. That's fine. She's walked away like three times already this season. And it's like, even the other women are like, it's getting old. Like, stop. It's, it's actually, as a viewer, it's not fun to watch anymore. Because at this point, you're not making a statement. You're kind of just like like stand your ground, say what you need to say. And then if you're going to quit, quit. Don't like quit three times. Like it's not dramatic anymore. And at this point go, like, I don't really care. You're, you're affecting the other women. You're affecting the producers. (laughs) Um, Like, I don't know. I just like stop. And then she was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because you don't have any, no, I'm not going to say that. That's kind of mean. So then Denise eventually comes back inside. They sit down and all of a sudden things are fine. (laughs) You know, It's, I, you know, I think most of these women at the end of the day, like they want to be able to have a good time. And we see them talking about the craziest places they've had sex, which I love Garcelle for bringing up that question. Erica Jane has had sex in a hospital. Who knew? So has Teddy. Weird. It was, it was a fun, for as messy as this whole trip was, it was a fun little moment to end on. Yeah. So... We will see more next week as it unfolds. But um, one last note, I think that I agreed with Kyle when she said just because someone doesn't agree with you doesn't mean they're attacking you. Like, I like to look at that as a conversation, not confrontation. So I kind of agreed with Kyle at that point. And on that note... I 
I agree with that sentiment, but I definitely think Kyle and Teddy have been attacking Denise. Yeah, no, yes, yes. But take that sentence away from the situation, yes. But Dylan, who is your Bravo Leb for this week? Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say one cheeks to Hannah Farrier. I've always been team Hannah. And right now I feel like she needs a, needs our support more than ever. Yeah. Um, I, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you just because I don't like what she's like, what's happening on the other end of, of that situation. So. And also Garcelle. (laughs) We will be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Um, Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Have a great Thursday. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.